The breast cancer community um, is fully supported. We were able to raise $105,000 with your support. We were able to welcome over 1,500 people from across the community, over 100 of them being survivors. Um, So we really appreciate all that you guys did to make this event a success. Thank you. In our efforts to make our world a better place, God has given our pastor the vision to build a state-of-the-art youth complex right here at Zion Hill. By simply sowing a monthly seed of only $19.25 for one year, we will be able to build a safe and exciting place for young people to hang out, play games, socialize, and come into a saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Ladies, it's time to move that body. The Ladies Exercise Fellowship will take place every Tuesday and Thursday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. For more information, please contact Sister Ophelia Allen or Sister Mary Boyd Smith. It's that time of year where we celebrate the fall. Fall Fest 2022 Trunk or Treat Edition. That's right, with pumpkin contest, spacewalks, games, food, and a whole lot more. Make sure you join us on Monday, October 31st from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. right here in the Zion Hill parking lot. If you are a guest today joining us for the first time, we are so glad that you've decided to worship with us. After service, please stop by our guest center where we'll have a special gift just for you. If you've been blessed by this ministry, partner with us in spreading the gospel all over the world. This is your opportunity to give unto the Lord and give to this ministry. You can do so by scanning our QR code on the screen or text to give by texting ZHFAMILY followed by the dollar sign to 73256. That's 73256, or you can go to our website at www.zionhill.com and click on the Give tab, or simply give through our new church app. That's right, Zion Hill has a new app. Visit us at Google Play or at the Apple App Store and search for Zion Hill Church Family to download. And if you're searching for a church home, we invite you to be a part of the Zion Hill family. Meet Pastor Dara and Lady Elizabeth at the altar after the benediction or go to the church website and complete the information on the e-church tab. Please join Pastor Joshua Joy Dara every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. for our online Bible school called Grace for Today or our in-church Bible school. Also, feel free to join us for our Friday night prayer service every Friday night at 6 p.m. Thanks again for joining us in worship today. We pray that you have a blessed week. And until next time, we'll see you at the top. Good morning and good morning. I'm Minister Lily Bead. I would like to say welcome to Zion Hill. If you are a guest worshiping with us today, We appreciate you. We welcome you in the name of Jesus. And we are glad you found this place for worship today. If you are a first-time guest, we ask that you sign in at the greeters table out front in the lobby at the end of the service and receive a special gift from the Zion Hill family. 
To our online viewers, welcome. Please hit the like, share, and subscribe button. Be a blessing to someone in this ministry. Amen. Let us go to our God in prayer. Father God, we come before you this morning thanking you, Lord God, for another day's journey. We thank you, Lord God, for the blood of Jesus today that has cleansed us from all unrighteousness. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we just thank you for the opportunity to be in this place to hear this word to help us on our Christian journey. In the name of Jesus. Father God, open our ears so that we can receive. In the name of Jesus. Father, give us a heart of obedience, Lord God, so that we can be blessed, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that it's your desire to bless us all, Lord God. And we thank you for the anointing, Lord God, to praise you, to lift you up, to worship you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are marvelous, God, doing an awesome thing for us this day. Father God, we ask you to bless, bless Pastor Darrell and Sister Elizabeth, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for the man of God that you placed over us, God. We thank you for his heart of worship. We thank you right now, Lord, for the revelation and knowledge, Lord, that he's important to your people. God, give us a listening ear and obedient heart to walk after the word of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Somehow I made it Somehow I made it Do it all Heartache and pain I'm 
shining rain. Can't you see I made it? Can't you see I made it? Heartaches and pain. Heartaches and pain. Sunshine and rain. Sunshine and rain. Friends all around. Enemies all around. Satan had me bound. Satan had me bound. But I made it. I made it. Can't you see I made it? Can't you see I made it? Sometime I was up. Sometime I was down. Almost level. Almost level. Down to the ground. Heartaches and pain. Sunshine and rain. Heartaches and pain. Sunshine and rain. Enemies all around. Satan had me bound. Sometime I was up. Sometime I was down. Sometime I was sick. But still I made it. 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 I had cried sometime. I had cried sometime. I had cried sometime. I had cried sometime. Heart aches and pain. Sunshine and rain. Can't you see I made it? 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 What's
morning, good morning again to you, to those of you that I haven't spoken to. My name is Minister Lily B. And I'm here to do the offering, amen? And offering is a part of our worship, in case you did not know, amen? If you have been blessed by this ministry, if you have been blessed by this ministry, we encourage you to give. Giving is receiving. Amen. Close hand, never get fed. I'm going to read Luke 6 and 38. Because a lot of us, I believe, need to realize that God really said this. This is in red, all right? So this is instruction from God that tell us how to be blessed. There's no reason for anybody to be living in poverty if you follow the prescription, amen? It said, give, and it shall, that means it's going to happen, shall be given unto you, not your neighbor, not your friend, to you, amen? Good measure, press down, shaking together, and running over, that means you ain't going to never run out. You ain't going to never have no lack in your life if you follow this script. Amen. And it's, and over, men shall give unto your bosom. That means you're going to get faithful somewhere that you wouldn't expect. Amen. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and that men will give unto your bosom. That means favor people. Favor you didn't expect. All right? So if you read the word of God and follow the word of God, he going to bless you. Because he say he doesn't lie. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he needs to repent. God said it, and I believe it, and I'm a living witness that God will do it. Amen? So all you got to do is, you, if you want to give right here, text to give, 73256, and enter family, I think it's one there. Go to the giving tab of the church website. There's all kinds of ways to give people. Facebook, Instagram, all those methods are out there. Amen? So if you ain't blessed, that's because you don't want to be blessed. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. We thank you for the anointing to give in this place. We thank you, God, for a new releasing of forgiveness in the hearts of men and women to give to this ministry. And, Lord, we thank you that you tell us we're going to be blessed, and so shall our seed. And, Lord, we thank you for your promises, and they are yes and amen. Amen.
What happens to the other part? That blows the work. That blows the work. That blows the work. interesting church. <laughs> we are grateful, grateful. Will you help me celebrate our choir? Come on now. This is a good thing to have a good choir in the house. We are grateful. We cannot take these things for granted. Amen. I was talking to one pastor and he said, Pastor, I know you're busy. I said, yes, sir. He said, if you can just send your choir. And he said, and then you can send one of your associates. He said, all I want is a choir. I said, huh, praise the Lord. So, to God be the glory. We, we are so grateful to all of you for being in the house of the Lord. If you're here for the first time, I just want you to please let us know where you are. We just want to celebrate you. Any guest in the house? Praise the Lord. Amen, my sister. We thank God for you. We appreciate you being here. And we hope that something will be said or done to increase your faith in the Lord. Are you all happy to see our guest? Come on, let's show it. Yes, indeed. What a blessing. I want us to all get up and let's walk around and say hello to somebody. Just thank God for your neighbor. Thank them for being in the house of God. One more time. What a fellowship. What a journey, man. What a joy divine I'm leaning on the everlasting God. What a blessedness, what a peace of mind I'm leaning on the everlasting God. Oh, yes, I'm leaning. Oh, I'm
invite you to acquire one more time. They're going to bless us with a selection. And I just want them to minister to all of us. And then I will come and teach the world.
Thank you, choir. Amen. If you have your Bible, will you please stand with me as we read St. Luke chapter 23, verse 34. The book of St. Luke chapter 23, verse 34. Bible says then Jesus said now we need to know what he said Jesus said Father forgive them for they know not what they do let's pray Lord I thank you for your heart of forgiveness even when we messed up, your grace, your mercy, and your favor still reaching us. Thank you for forgiving us of our sins, of our transgressions. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will help me to explain your word to your people. Glorify yourself in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on the subject titled, The Power of Forgiveness. The Power of Forgiveness. The passage we just read to your hearing is about Jesus Christ. God sent him to the world. He lived, he died for our sins. While he was here, Acts chapter 10, verse 38 says, God anointed him with Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good, healing, all those who are praise of the devil. You would think somebody that is doing so good will be celebrated. Instead, they lied on him. They talked about him. They betrayed him. And ultimately, he found himself on the cross to be hanged and died. But amazingly, while he was bleeding, while he was suffering, before he died, he uttered some statement that is so profound. And one of those statements is, Lord, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. So I want to talk with you today about forgiveness. How can somebody being lied on, being talked about, being misunderstood, and now he's hanging on the cross bleeding, and yet he has the courage to say, Lord, forgive these people. Where does that kind of spirit come from? 
My brothers, my sisters, I want you to understand what forgiveness is all about. Ladies and gentlemen, forgiveness is a decision. You can make that decision. I can make that decision. All of us can do exactly what Jesus did. It's a decision to no longer credit to the account of somebody who wronged you. You decide to let him go. Ladies and gentlemen, if there's something you're going to need before you leave this planet Earth, it's a spirit of forgiveness. Without it, you will find yourself being hindered in the kingdom of God. Think about it. Whenever you and I sinned, we incurred debts. And if somebody show up or come along and pay for it, that is somebody who carried all of our sins. And that's exactly what Jesus did. Forgiveness is a decision for you to no longer credit to the account of the wrongdoer. You set him free. You set her free in the name of Jesus. In other words, forgiveness is offering to somebody the same grace that you receive from the Lord. When was the last time that you offer to somebody the same grace that you got from the Lord. Jesus is our perfect example. He was wounded. He was bruised. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And guess what he said to all the bad guys? You're forgiven. It is tough. I know from personal experience. It is very tough to to forgive somebody who lied on you. Somebody that you have helped and then they turn around. They call you everything but a child of God. It is hard to forgive someone that you, you trusted. They profess to be your friend. And the moment you turn around, they were the very people planting and conniving, trying to find a way to bring you down. I'm talking about forgiveness. For forgiveness is like a coin, and coins have two sides. On one side, we all need God to forgive us. Am I right about that? As I'm looking at you now, as good looking, as, as pretty you are, you need to be forgiven. But on the other side, 
you also need to forgive those who wrong you. I believe with all my heart, your journey on earth is incomplete until you set loose everyone that has done you wrong. Forgiveness is a beautiful thing when you're receiving it. But it can be pretty ugly when you have to give it. Here's somebody, they need gasoline, you help them out. They are short on groceries, you are there for them. They borrow your car, they sleep over in your home, and then you look around, you found out the very people that is trying to hurt you are the same people you've been helping. It's tough. But the truth be told, all of us need both sides of the coin. Am I right about it? We need to be forgiving and we need to forgive others. Can I ask you a question? Anybody here, have you experienced grace from God that you know you don't deserve? I know I am. I can tell I don't deserve it. But he looked beyond my fault and saw my name. I was talking to my congregation this morning. I said to them, I said, I know some of you think you're perfect. And you don't need forgiveness. And maybe you're right. I don't know. But if you're perfect, then you don't have to come back to church next Sunday. Because this is a gathering of imperfect people. From the pulpit to the pews. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So really, you're tripping if you say you're all right. All of us, we need to be forgiving. I don't mind telling you, I have been forgiven many, many times. I know many times so you all think preachers don't do wrong. Because they wear a big robe and a big cross and carry a big Bible. But this preacher, I'm a product of his forgiveness. And every day when I wake up, the first thing that comes out of my mouth is say, Lord, I thank you for forgiving me all of my sin. Apostle Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, He said, the saying is true that Jesus Christ came to this world to die for sinners. He said, among who I am chief. And this past Friday, I was minding my own business and plucking the the piano while, while they were praying. And one of my preachers said, I am chief among sinners. I thought that was, that was my title. Charlie William then took my title away. 
but I saw in her the humility. One of the deacons said, I wasn't always a deacon. That was Willie Jackson. And I'm soaking it in. I say, man, thank God for a place of understanding. The Bible saying, all you're getting, get understanding. Some people come to church. They stuck their neck up. They stuck their chest up. Thinking they're all that. But it's by grace that we are saved. Through faith. It's not about anything we've done. It is the free gift of God. So we have all experienced the forgiveness of God. Jesus cried out on the cross. He said, before I leave, one more business to take care of. Lord, please forgive every one of them. They don't know what they are doing. What a powerful spirit. I want to encourage you, my brothers and my sisters, learn to forgive those who wrong you. One of the things that I hate most among the evangel- evangelicals in America, all over the world, they believe God. But if you cross them, you're in trouble. I will always mess with my wife. I call them born again. Their prayers cannot be answered because their heart ain't right. You cannot say you're a child of God, preaching in the pulpit, singing in the choir, but you have malice against somebody. So I beg all of you, if you want God to move freely, unhindered in your life, don't have anything against anybody in your heart. Free your own self. You need your prayers answered. You need to be able to call on heaven, and heaven will answer. But unforgiveness, I share with the church this morning, is like a blockage in the flow of blessing. Think about some things you've been praying for that you haven't get yet. Could it be the only thing hindering your prayer is unforgiveness? What you need is not just some dew drop blessing. Amen. What all of us need is overflow. Amen. I like it when the children will sing, I'm blessing the city. I'm blessing the field. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. They're little kids. They don't even know much about theology. But they are saying something profound. Amen. You may think you are blessed right now, but that is very little in terms of what God has in stock for you. Amen. The Bible says eyes have not seen it. Yes, Ears have not even heard it. It's not been conceived in the hearts of men what God has in stock for all of us. Amen. So learn. Don't just be a good church goer. 
don't just wear a big name tag. I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. And yet, your heart is full of hate. Black people need to forgive the white folks. White people need to forgive the black folks. We need to forgive one another. Years ago, I never will forget, I was having a deacon meeting, and one of the deacons said, I never forgive the white man. And I told him, you the devil that God sent me to, to run out. If you want to be blessed, it's not just giving your tithes and offering. If you give it with all against somebody, your giving will not work. Jesus said, leave your money at the altar. Go back home and get it straight with somebody. And then come back and give. Unforgiveness has left people with pain of yesterday. They are still carrying it around. I never will forget when, when Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And one of them, by the name Thomas. Thomas said, I don't believe you all. See, he didn't show up in church. That's the first problem. So when Jesus, the news came, he missed it. He wasn't there. Now he become a smart ally. I always defend Thomas, you know, because they call him Doubting Thomas. But I know something. Because church people will label you. If they see that you're a crackhead, oh, they say, oh, don't mind him. You're a crackhead. Even when God has delivered you. If you don't believe me, when you get to heaven, talk to Simon the leper. He was a leper. But God healed him. But after he was healed, they still called him Simon the leper. For the rest of his life. That's the problem with church people. Once they put you in a cage, they will lock the door so you will never come out. Jesus had to hit Thomas say, well, you don't believe it's me? Seven days. Ah, I wish I can preach sometime. Seven, it took seven days from the time Thomas said, I don't believe, before Jesus showed up. There's a reason for that. Sometimes God will leave you in your ignorance Amen. to develop your faith. Amen. And then on the seventh day, Thomas came to church this time. But guess what? The whole church was still locked up behind closed doors. They're scared. How are you going to be a child of God? You're scared. And while they were still trying to worship God in their fear, Jesus walked in through the door. You know why, why he had to walk in through the walls? Because the door is locked. 
The Holy Spirit sometimes is trying to come to the church to do great things. But the church in the natural and in the spirit is locked. So run him out. A pastor called me from Alabama yesterday. How you doing, son? You look good, sir. This pastor said, sir, I've been hearing about your ministry. Can you just tell me in a nutshell? And don't tell me God will make a way and all that. Sir. What are the practical steps? I said, well, I'll be glad to tell you. He said, where can I make an appointment? Well, I said, I'll tell you right now. Amen. He said, what are, what are the things? that we, I said, the key to any church growth is the Holy Spirit. We call him the Lord of Harvest. Amen. The preachers couldn't do a thing. All right, all right. When Peter preached and 3,000 joined, guess who was behind him? It's the Holy Spirit. But unfortunately, in many churches, they lock him out. If you start to pray in tongues, they say something wrong with you. If you begin to dance and you get excited, they say, ah, don't go to that church. And guess what? Their churches could not grow. Because the engine for growth, the secret behind the growth of any church, they them run him out. That pastor say, this is heavy stuff. <laughs> I said, you ask me, I'm telling you. I said, can I go now? He said, tell me some more. You know what I told him? Wait, Shirley. I told the preacher. His name is Stanley. I said, your music department must be cooking. If your church don't have a good music program, your church will not grow. The gospel according to Joshua Dara. David said, you don't need to be killing chicken and killing goats and all this blood all over the place. He said, I got the key. We call it the key of David. See, I told you I know where I'm going with this church. You need a strong music ministry. If there is one group are always on their case are your musicians. All of you can do things and get away with it. But those precious brothers and sisters, they think I'm against them. <laughs> it took them years to finally see that there is something in the heart of this, this preacher that he's trying to achieve. When praises go up, the blessing got to come down. You don't need to be a genius to grow any church. Allow the Holy Spirit. He is the Lord of office. Then grow your music ministry. Jesus said, you want to grow as a child? He said, if I be lifted up. What part of that people don't understand? That is why.
your ministry is important. Yes, Lord. If you see me forcing, don't think I just, this preacher just don't like us. No, we have a job to do. In fact, ministry of music is so important. The Bible says when you go to war, not this Mickey Mouse fight. When you are confronting real devil, put the singers first. Not the board of trusting, not the board of dicking, not the board of dickiness. Let Judah go first. And the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, but they're strong for the pulling down of stronghold. I learned how to fight ministry. I can write a book about the fights I've been through in this house. The secret is praise. And the more you praise him, the more he blesses you. Would you believe you all went to Israel with me? Would you believe the people of Israel are still worshiping David today? They took us to a place where the remains of David, they never put it in the ground. We went in. You saw all those thickness? They were there with me. And they put two military officers. And they put a rabbi there. Ran the clock. 24 hours. Notice how long David has died. Thousands of years. They're still worshiping him. Why? Because the Bible said he never lost a war. He's a man of warfare. Everything he touched turns to gold. And he was not even a perfect man. Is your ministry serious? I'm giving you my, the next time I charge you for it. <laughs> it is not difficult at all to triumph. And I'm saying to you another secret that will cost you to elevate is to have what we call a pure conscience. Oh, no man, anything but to love them. Don't get in all these rat rays and these preachers can't talk together. They're hating each other. They're jealousy of each other. They're envious of each other. And somebody got a husband. You don't find one because you're ugly and now you have an attitude. All this, all this stuff. There's just so much going on. You say, goodness, how can you even sleep at night when you have all this wound? Notice when, most, when, when Thomas was asking Jesus, show me the real Jesus. He showed him the scars. Thomas was asking for wound. He said, show me where you were wounded. But Jesus showed him the scars. You know why? Because he was no longer wounded. Everything the devil meant for evil in your life, 
God can turn it around if you will let go and let God. Maybe the person who, who hurts your feeling is right here in the church. Maybe they're in your own home. Maybe some of them are your children. Maybe your co-workers. Maybe the person that says he loves you, the Negro lied. Or turn him loose. Loose that man. Let him go. Loose that woman. Let him go. Send him. I was talking to one, one pastor. <laughs> this is a true story. He's, he's local here. And he told me somebody, some preacher was associate minister in his church over there in, the, in boys. And then the preacher took his members. Took it away. He said, what do I do? I said, buy him a lot of gifts. And send him a big check. So now he's saying, Jordara, something, something, not sign the right. I say, I am trying to show you how to be blessed. The Bible says, pray for those who persecute you. The ones who lie on you, be nice to them. Take care of their children. A man who left you. When you loving him, thank God for Send him on a good thank you note. I am so glad you dropped me. You just opened the door for me to, to, re, to really be blessed. Because you've been holding me up anyway. It don't take much to be blessed. Lose that man. If you don't believe me when you get a chance, read the account of Joseph. Because some of you will say, well, I can understand Jesus doing that. He is God anyway. Joseph ain't no God. Will you believe in your Bible? True story. The story of Joseph covered from chapter 37 all the way to chapter 50. One person. Joseph had more space in your Bible than anybody else. You know why? Because this subject of forgiveness is so important to God. God wants us to learn the power of forgiveness. His own brother, they tear up his coat, but they could not tear up his character. The spirit of forgiveness was in him. They threw him in the pit, but they could not break his spirit. They imprisoned him, sold him as a slave. You all know your story. The wife of Potiphar seduced him and lied on him. Somebody he met in jail forgot about him. If anybody ought to be angry, if anybody ought to be, to be mad, it ought to be Joseph. But he forgave his brothers. You really want to know somebody who is blessed in life. It is that man, that woman that bears no grudge, that has nothing against anyone, 
And he's walking by faith, not by sight. I shared with my congregation this morning, I went to a bookstore. We used to have a bookstore here. And bless God, I was in one aisle, and then on the other aisle, some three women, they were talking about me. And oh, I was so aggravated. I wanted to, I was thinking of Kung Fu, Karate, and <laughs> man. They were saying all kinds of things about me. Among what they said, they said, that man make everybody turn in their W-2 form. He knows how much you're making, and he will tell you your tie. He don't let you tell. And he will auto-withdraw your money. They say, he has a machine right there. Before you enter the church, you got to deal with the ATM machine first. And they just go on and on. And it just hurt me so bad. One of the things that they said that really got me, they said every weekend he take the, all these precious people's money and took it to Africa. And oh, my blood went up. I wanted. And the funny thing is that I was there at the bookstore to buy a preaching robe. But may I lose my religion? <laughs> well, maybe you, you, you holy, you don't, you don't deal with this kind of thing. But it takes the power of God to deliver me from my own sin. I knew I cannot be blessed fighting in the flesh. The battle is not yours, it's the Lord. When it comes to revenge, let me tell you, let me school you. You are not supposed to revenge for what they did. God promised he will avenge every one of your enemies. So what you need to do is back off. Now, if you want to do it yourself, God will back off. Oh, I wish I can testify. Everybody that tried to mess me up, they're either dead or they're messed up. God is my witness. I literally, I watch it happen. And the secret, don't try to revenge. Let God fight your battle. Lose that man. Lose that woman. When God said, I got your back, <laughs> he got your back. Joseph did not say anything. When you get a chance, you read the book of Genesis chapter 45, verse number one. One day, you know, Joseph brought it. He didn't brought all of them to Egypt. Build all of them nice houses. Feed all of them and their children. He was taking care of the very people that tried to kill him. The very people that dropped in a pit. The very people that sold him in slavery and they went home and lied that a, a big animal them killed Joseph in the bush. And now he's feeding them. 
He's clothing them. I'm talking to you about the power of forgiveness. If you really want to go up, you have to learn to forgive. If you really want to stay up, you have to learn to forgive. You have to learn to love people. One day, their father died, Jacob. When Jacob died, all these brothers of Joseph got nervous. So they got together and they said, look, folks, our daddy is dead. I bet Joseph don't forget what we did to him. Now that our daddy is no more to protect us, we know he's going to revenge. So they said, let's all go to him and ask for forgiveness. Ladies and gentlemen, I told the church this morning, there are two kinds of forgiveness. One is called unilateral forgiveness. And the other one is called transactional forgiveness. Unilateral forgiveness is when somebody wronged you and you just decided on your own, O-Y-O, to forgive them. They didn't even ask you for it. But in your spirit, you know this is the right thing to do. Why will you forgive somebody who continue to talk about you, who continue to set trap for you, who continue to hate your God? And you're still praying for him. And you're still loving his children. And you're still wishing the best for him. What what will make you do that? It's very simple. Because you forgive people so you can set your own self free. You don't want anything, anybody, to hold up your blessing. You don't want anybody's ignorance or misbehavior to get in the way of your blessing. You don't want your cup to be half full. You want your cup to be running over. Many of you are blessed, but God has a whole lot more. And the only hold up is a spirit of unforgiveness. So you need to let go everybody today. And mark what your pastor say. You will see God blesses you beyond your comprehension. There is a kind of blessing. We call it sweatless blessing. You don't want to be in the right race. You don't want to be to be dealing with this uh, dew drop blessing. Amen. Every now and then, you, you hit the jackpot and you, you, you're dancing all over the church. Every day ought to be a day of blessing in your life. Amen. How do you get there? A clean heart. A contrite heart. It will free you up to receive the blessing of God. The choir was singing this morning. The blood still work. Then I came and shared with them. If there is blockage in your artery, the blood will not flow. 
Sin will block the flow of God's blessing in your life. You don't want that. I was sharing with my children to tell you what God can do. 25 years ago, I noted in my journal what God's going to do through them. Many of them, they were crawling 25 years ago. There's little babies, and I spelled it out. And I, I wrote to them, some of them in the church now. I say, what I said 25 years ago, God has done everything. Amen. What is the secret? Do you think I'm so holy? Please don't believe that. I'm just an ordinary human being with all kinds of flaw and shortcoming. I can't even keep up with my own self. But if you learn the principle I'm sharing with you, people came, people left me, people did all kinds of things. I kept loving them. Give every battle in your hands to God. Are you listening to me? Even when your own husband, your own wife messed over you, let God fight your battle. You know what I told those young people? I said as of today, one family, you have produced 20 degrees. Enough degrees to start a university in one home. You've produced seven professional licenses. And I wrote 25 years ago, everything will happen. And I told them you will never be broke another day in your life. Most of them look at me in that time and say, here we go again, it's in that preacher mood. No. The secret, true secret of God's blessing, God is my witness. Don't let anybody give you a spirit of offense. Love everybody. Have no grudge against anyone. The more they hate you, the more God will bless you if you allow God to fight your battle. And ladies and gentlemen, the brothers of Joseph, they came, they asked for forgiveness. I told the church, be careful when I told you two kinds of forgiveness. The unilateral one, nobody asked you for it. You decided on your own. The transactional kind of forgiveness is when all of you come together. You say, I did you wrong. Will you please forgive me? Wouldn't it be nice if some ex-husband, some ex-wife, some ex-boss, ex-supervisor will have the courage to come to you and say, I was wrong. Will you please forgive me? Somebody did that to me not too long ago, Sister Charlotte. He is the, the chair of the political party I belong. And he said, I owe you an apology. I didn't believe in you. He said, we never really supported you when you were wrong. We withdraw the money from you. He said, I'm sorry. 
I didn't even know. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation that people wrong you and you don't even know about? It's just another day in the neighborhood. That's a transactional forgiveness. And we, we sat down together. We say, okay, I forgive you. See, people will come to you and ask for forgiveness. Will you have the courage to forgive them? Amen. Too many Christians are holding grudges. Too many Christians, they, are, they remain wounded. The wound of yesterday is preventing the blessing of today. The only thing Joseph did, Joseph did not just say, okay, yeah, I forgive you. He tested them. Amen. Are you listening to me? Don't just let somebody come to you and say, I'm sorry. Because just because they say they're sorry, that don't mean it's from their heart. Amen. So God is not asking you to be a doormat. God is not asking you to be a pushover. So the wisdom of God in you, you got to check out. I said to church early, I said you can ask a child to stand up. You know, I'll knock you out. And that child can be standing up. But in his heart, he's sitting down. So if somebody comes to you for a transactional forgiveness, Make sure you check it out before you say I do. Notice what Joseph did. The first time he held one of the brothers down. He said, you all go home and tell your daddy to come see me. That's a test. And guess what? They passed the test. It was a difficult test. But they went home, they begged their daddy, they said, look, one of our brothers is held. And that man in Egypt, they don't even know that's their brother. They said, that man in Egypt said, he will not release our brother until you come down. They passed the test. He gave them another test. The second time they came and he loaded their wagon with food, then he put a a, a, a very beautiful cup yes. in the bag of his little brother Benjamin. Yes. You know why? Because he wants to see if they will return the cup, point one, and he wants to see if they will mistreat his little brother Benjamin like they did him. Why is he testing them? Don't just let people come to you and say, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. He'll abuse you again. If somebody show you their true picture, believe it. But if you see a true change in that man or in that woman or in that company or in that, in that community, then you have an obligation to forgive. Amen. Don't load yourself. Forgiveness is a heavy, is a heavy lifter right. of you from your load. 
if you're carrying a big bag around, and now you cannot walk because you have all this unforgiveness. You're mad. You're angry with your children. You're angry. Some people need to forgive their own self. I got to stop. Joseph showed up. Genesis chapter 45, verse 1. He gathered all of his brothers. The first thing he did, he dismissed from the room all the Egyptians. You know why he did that? Because they are strangers to the covenant. If you really want to forgive somebody, you don't broadcast their sin. Many of you, you are not blessed because you are, you, 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 you are broadcasting this is what he did. This is what she did. No, you don't have a true heart of forgiveness. He sent all of them out. It's none of your business. This is between me and my husband. Or this is between me and my wife. Or this is between me and my, and my employer or whoever wronged you. Don't expose them. Many of you are not blessed because you are, you are vengeful. You want to get even. Just because he walked out from you, now you don't want him to meet any other woman. Joseph let everybody else. He said, this is between us, brothers. And the next thing he did, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says he is revealed to them that he is Joseph. You know, he looked like an Egyptian now. He wear long beard like Egyptians now. You know how he revealed himself? He showed his brother that he's a man of circumcision. He pulled down his pants and showed them only Jews are circumcised. They were shocked. Oh, Lord, I'm This is a brother that we thought is dead. And then he told them, you meant it for evil. <laughs> but God meant it for my good. I don't know who I'm preaching about today, but God wants to give you true freedom. Lasting freedom. He wants, he wants to clean you up of all malice, of all hatred, of all anger. And watch your prayer being answered. Everybody stand to your feet. We've got to pray. Amen. Who wants to pray? Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody. Turning their eyes away now. We are about to give communion. See, he looking at me. You looking at me. All right. Oh no. I'm going my dickiness just. Amen. Praise the Lord. There must be a God somewhere. This is dickiness brown. 
And he was she was hiding. But I kept going. <laughs> this woman of God will lead us in prayer. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch your heart. Believe me, I've experienced many deliverance in my life. The greatest deliverance is to be forgiven of all my sins. But it's just as great a deliverance for me to have no malice against anyone, to have no grudge, no hatred to anyone. Just love on them. I pray that that spirit will be upon you. That the Holy Spirit will give you a spirit of forgiveness. Even if you have to forgive your own self. Sometimes we look into our lives and say, I should have been a better mom. I should have been a better dad. I should have been a better husband. I should have, this, I should have been a better employee. I should have been a better pastor. It don't matter what the accuser of the brethren. That's another principle altogether. It don't matter what he said. Jesus can set you free today. And today can be a beginning of better life. Because we're forgiven. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Our Father in heaven, we come before your throne of grace and your son Jesus' name, giving you all the honor, the glory, and praise, Father God, because you're so worthy to be praised. Father God, we thank you for your son Jesus who died on the cross that we all may have a right to eternal life. And we thank you for the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit. Father God, we come asking you for your forgiveness for all of our sins that we have ever committed, Father, known and unknown, Father God. We ask you to give us a good, clean heart and renew within us a right spirit. Father God, we just thank you for this day, for just waking us up and aiding us to see another day to, become, to come out to your prayer house. And Father, we thank you for every home that is represented here today, Father God. And I pray, Father God, that each heart has been touched, what Pastor has said, on forgiveness, Father God. And we pray a special blessing upon our pastor, Father God. Continue to strengthen him, Father God, wherever he's weak, Father God. And for God, I pray and ask you to continue to give him the word to bring to your people. Bless his spouse, Father God. Bless all of their children, Father God. Please just have mercy, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for all that has taken place here today, Father God. We thank you for everything that has been done and said, Father God. And we give you all the praise and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For the word this morning, praise the Lord. Truly, that's healing and forgiveness. Amen. I remember as we get ready, church, our pastor, the deacon, he died, he was 100, I believe 102. 
and I went to give his communion and he told me these words he said pastor he said you can't go to heaven with unforgiveness in your heart and I was getting ready to give his communion and that's what he told me but he broke it down another way he said you can't go to heaven with a knot in your stomach and I didn't understand what he meant but it was unforgiveness unforgiveness will stop you from going to heaven. Amen. It'll stop you from being blessed. Glory to God. How many want to be blessed? Amen. So we got to apply the word to our lives. Say not only be hearers but be doers of the word. Amen. So I thank God for the word. Because the Bible said there's life in the word. There's healing in the word. There's deliverance in the word. And so we thank God this morning. Amen. We coming this morning. We gathered it. Everybody been served together this morning praise God we believe in by faith as we eat this bread and drink this blood amen this is the body and blood of Jesus by faith glory to God everything we do amen should be by faith for the Bible say without faith is impossible to please God and he said the just shall live by faith my pastor used to tell me faith is not a short trip but faith is a journey Amen. Until God calls you home, you got to walk by faith. Amen. Glory to God. So the Bible says they were gathered together, Jesus and his disciples. Amen. And he took the bread. Amen. And he blessed it. He broke it. He told the disciples, this is my body, which was shared for you and for many for the remission of sin. Amen. I want you to take and eat it. Amen. For amen. That's healing in the communion. That's healing in the body. Glory to God. Father God, we ask you to bless it. Sanctify it, Lord God. Lord, let me heal and be our, in our, to our bodies, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you that you were wounded for our transgression. You were bruised for our iniquity. And the chest has our pieces upon you. And by your stripes, we are, hey, we are, yeah, we are already healed. We are already made whole. We are already been forgiven. We are already been set free. And we've been made free. From the Bible said, whom the make free is free indeed. Amen. And again, he took the cup and he gave thanks. He gave it to the disciples and said, this is my blood which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sin. Drink it new at me in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for the blood. The blood that was shed on Calvary that we might have a right to the tree of life. Lord, we realize that's power in the blood. That's healing in the blood. There's deliverance in the blood. There's wholeness in the blood. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that we saved because of the blood. We delivered because of the blood. We've been set free because of the blood. I thank you for the blood of Jesus that washed away all my sins. Lord, I thank you because of the blood. You look beyond our faults and you saw our every need. Lord, we were blind, but now we see. We was lost, but now we found. And it's because of the body and blood of our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you once again. Amen, Lord God, we ask you as you take the body. Amen, ask you to bless it once more as we eat it to the glory of God. You may now eat your communion. Amen. And now, amen, we ask you, Lord, once more to bless it, sanctify as we drink it to the glory of God. In Jesus name let us drink. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Somebody say praise the Lord. Somebody say praise the Lord. Amen. Father God, we thank you for everyone that came out this morning. We pray, amen, that something was said and done, amen, that would cause you to have a blessed week, a blessed week, a blessed month, a blessed year. Glory to God. And Father God, we thank you for the man and woman of God. And Father, that you would continue to strengthen him, Lord God. As he opened up himself to us, Lord God, we thank you for his ministry. Amen. Father God, as we journey back to our various homes, Father God, we ask you to lead us and guide us and protect us, Lord God. Let your communion, Lord, rest, rule, abide in our hearts. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. It wants amen. 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 If, amen. amen. We're getting ready to dismiss if you want to meet the pastor and the first lady. You can come up and amen. Maybe you want to dedicate your life to the Lord. Amen. You can come at this time. Praise the Lord. We welcome you in. Praise the Lord. Maybe you want to join the church. Amen. Amen. We welcome you at this time. Amen. God bless you. And may God keep you. Glory to God.